Welcome to the Hello Body Freedom Podcast. Join host Audra Baker, certified master health and life coach, specializing in eating psychology and trauma-informed holistic weight loss. Together, you'll break your past patterns and eliminate those self-sabotaging behaviors so you can heal from the inside out, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey along the way. Because that's what it's all about anyway. Are you ready to rock? Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one. I am so excited. I'm Audra. I'm stoked to go on this journey with you. And if I have played my cards right and it all has happened the way it's supposed to, then this first episode is launching on my birthday. And the reason why I'm excited about this is because it was on my birthday a decade ago (laughs) that I decided I really wanted to do a podcast. And you might be thinking, wow, that was a long time ago. And yes, it was. A decade is no joke. A lot can happen in a decade. And in fact, a lot has happened in a decade. And there are a lot of reasons why I did and did not stop it. And that's not really what this podcast is about. What we are about here is Hello Body Freedom. And I get that that might not have much to do with procrastinating a podcast for 10 years, but there are some parallels that I want to be able to make here. And then we're going to wrap it towards the end and really kind of bring this into fruition about how there can be connections here. Because I have a few questions that I want to ask you with my podcast called Hello Body Freedom. The question I have is, well, a lot of them, but let me start with this one. You know, how many times and for how long have you yearned to feel better in your body? When I say feel better in your body, I, yes, very well could be talking about losing weight. And a better way to say that is to come into your ideal size. And I think an even better way to say that is, I don't know about you, but I mean, are we all here to like be on a weight loss journey for the rest of our lives? How many of you feel like that's what you've been doing? Oh, I've been trying to lose weight for a decade, for two decades, for a lifetime. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Feeling better in your body might include a weight loss journey to your ideal size, but isn't the whole purpose of that to stay there? So this isn't about weight loss, but it is about what are we doing to feel better in our body? And that might be a part of your journey. It also might not be. It might be a situation where you're like, I just want to feel more comfortable in my skin. I want to have more energy. I want to have less brain fog. I want my joints to stop hurting. I just feel like I'm on the struggle bus. I'm tired all the time. A big one that was for me, and I mean the thousands of women I talk to, this is a constant, and I want to be really clear. I hear this almost on the daily in the work that I do. And it is, I'm so sick of feeling like I'm on like an anxiety whirlwind every time I know I have to go shopping and then the process of going clothes shopping and how horrible that makes me feel. And then the shame spiral that follows after that of how shitty I feel now that like the clothes don't fit or I don't feel good in my body. It's just another reminder that I don't feel good in my body. And so I'm just curious if you can relate to any of this. And the reason I asked this question is because, I mean, it was my story forever, right? So how many years maybe have you struggled with your relationship with food and your relationship with your body? And what do I mean by that relationship with food? Oh my God, 
Another thing I hear all the time, and I know this because it was me for so long and I hear it. I'm like, oh God, I hate, I'm so glad I'm on the other side of this. It's this idea of like, I don't even know what to eat because the dieting dogma and the nutritional dogma, oh my God, am I, am I gluten-free today or am I dairy-free today? Wait, 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 wait. Am I going paleo today or, oh no, 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 vegan. I forgot. I'm vegan. Okay. That's right. Okay. But wait, there's milk and I want to eat the cereal. Okay. Can I have milk? I mean, it's, absolute bonkers and insanity, right? So like when I talk about relationship with food, it's like, you don't even trust yourself around food. I mean, that was my experience and my client's experience for a really long time. This insane obsessiveness around thinking about food, what to eat, what not to eat over and over again. Will I do good today? Did I mess up today? I mean, it's exhausting, right? Was for me for a really long time. And also how many years have you struggled just with your relationship with body? Cause they're like two different things, but they're so connected, aren't they? I mean, they for sure were connected for me. And what I mean by that is like feeling comfortable in your body, having a better relationship with your body means feeling good in your body most of the time, right? Maybe not all the time. I get gassy. I get frustrated. Things don't work. Sometimes I get tired, right? I have aches and pains and all the things, but most of the time, am I feeling okay? Am I feeling comfortable in my body? And that's the question. I mean, how many times have you just wished you could like wave a magic wand? Like the sense of, ugh, if I could just do this thing, this thing that I found on Instagram that I can lose, you know, 40 pounds in 30 days and then check mark it off and move on with my day. How did that go for you? I'm guessing not so good. Look, the reason why I kind of know that you've likely already experienced them is because I have been there. I know it. I've been there. I've done that. I got my t-shirt. I actually got a lot of t-shirts I burned them all eventually, thank God, because it's like, it sucks. It's a real crap way to be in the world and walking through the world where the lens from which we see our whole life in front of us is I'm living it in a body I'm uncomfortable with. And all I can think about is food and what to do, what not to do all the time. I'm saying all of this, not just because it's my experience, but I have literally for my entire adult life been working with women in this realm, in some phase or another. Now, first realm that I did this was health and fitness coaching. This was a very long time ago, but it really worked for me. I enjoyed it enough to get a degree, kinesiology, study nutrition, all these things, and then have a really successful fitness and nutrition company back when I lived out in Northern California in the Silicon Valley area. And we had over like 15,000 humans walk through my fitness and nutrition company. And by 15,000, I'm not talking about an email list. I mean, actual humans coming out for support and help. And I was the main one doing it. And here is what I saw. And I'm telling you this from the time I was 18, what women would share with me over and over again was what we just talked about above. I don't like how I feel in my body. I'm tired. I've got to lose this weight. I don't feel good. What can I do? How can I fix this? And listen, at this point, I had all the information. I know what foods to eat. I understand macros. We let's do this. We're going to give you this food plan. We're going to give you this fitness plan. You're going to knock this out of the park. We're going to rock this out. And I did that for a while. And here's what would happen. Here's what I saw. It would work for a while. Some a little better than others, but it would work for a little bit. And then my clients would disappear. Something would happen. They'd move on, something, whatever. And for most of them, I would see them again, maybe in three months, six months, a year, two years, something like that. And guess what happened? They gained more weight back. 
things happened in their lives. Well, that worked for a while, but then this big scenario happened in my life or this stressor happened in my life or this work thing happened in my life. And it's really frustrating when you think you know all the answers to help people do this stuff. And you're like, well, this is what's supposed to work. But let me tell you what happened to me. As I was growing my company, it was the exact same story. I became insanely obsessed. The more I learned about food and nutrition and fitness and all these things, and the more just obsessive I became about it. And so I would diet myself down because I didn't like the way my body looked or felt. And then I would exponentially gain the weight back by overeating and getting off the diet. So I'd be on the diet and then off the diet. I mean, maybe some of you can relate to that. It is a cycle. It is a restrict binge cycle that most people who have struggled with their body or still struggle with their body, they know what that is. It's very painful. You feel like you're alone. You feel shameful. And I'm saying you, 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 but I mean, putting a mirror in front of my face, this was the story of my life, right? And the bigger my company grew, the more painful it was for me. And I hated it. And I was embarrassed. And I was ashamed. And I thought something was wrong with me. And I didn't know how to fix it. Because quite frankly, I thought I had all the information. Like, I want you to really understand this. Like from the time I was 18 and now I'm in like my mid thirties, I'm like, I know I have degrees and certifications. Like I actually do know I can give you this food plan. And how many of you are like, I know what to do, but I just can't seem to do it. How many of you have said that before? Know what to do, but I just can't seem to do it. So this was a very trying time in my life. This was about between 12 and 15 years ago, that it finally all came down to a breaking point for me. I'm sharing this with you in a way for you to understand like the way in which maybe my story is similar to yours, but maybe it's a little different, but I know what it's like to be in food hell and body jail and feel like I can't escape. And then I built a whole freaking business around it that just felt like, I mean, now I'm really screwed. Like now what do I do? (laughs) You know? So the weight kept piling on and piling on, which by the way, is just simply a byproduct, if you will, of what was going on inside of me. And there was a breaking point for me. And I want to share that with you because I think it's really important. And I think that we can learn some important skill sets here that I now teach inside of Hello Body Freedom, but I didn't quite understand what was happening when it happened. But since I've gone back and dissected this particular moment in my life, it was a pretty important moment. And I want you to look at this while I'm sharing this with you as what your most important moment will be, because I do believe that mostly the way that we get through life and the way that we move forward with our goals, with the things that we desire, with getting to the other side, it's kind of boring. It's like the daily boring one step in front of the other, right? But we have to clean up some stuff first. I do see life in that way. And I think that's the way that we reach goals for sure. But there's also other moments. And these sometimes these are very defining moments in our lives. And they are moments where we draw a freaking line in the sand. Something changes. It's not just some outward declaration. It's that something inside of us just shifts. And we're like, no more. All right. And that's the point I want to tell you about. I want to share this story with you. And at this point, I had been running my fitness company successfully for four years, five years. It's, it was a while back. So I'm, I'm now living up in San Francisco on my own. It's an itty, itty bitty, like a studio apartment, but it's one of those fancy, like newer ones. It was right across the street from where the Giants played. I was in Soma. It was kind of cool. You could see the Bay Bridge. 
And ultimately I moved in there and just like fell apart. <laughs> what ended up happening? Like really falling apart. And I don't want to get too deep into my behavior so much because I don't want to like trigger anybody. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But in terms of just not understanding what was going on and not being able to stop eating and then trying to diet myself down, it was just absolute crazy. So here's my breaking point. Here I am in my little itty bitty studio apartment in San Francisco. And it's just me and my cat. And I am sitting on the floor in my kitchen. And it's like my kitchen is a part of my living room, is a part of my bedroom. It's like, you know, itty bitty small place. And I am falling apart, essentially. I am eating brownie sundaes, multiple brownie sundaes. Brownie sundaes are yummy. And I don't know if I was on like the second one or the third one or whatever, but here's the thing that was so powerful is in that moment, that is a really hard moment that anybody that struggles with their relationship with food or body knows that when you're in the moment and you see yourself doing the thing that you said you weren't going to do, what do we normally do? Well, I don't know about you, but I beat the shit out of myself. So it would be like this inner mean girl, right? Or I call it like the inner bitch beat down, this very like, what's your problem? This just intensity. I didn't do it this time. There was a softening inside of me. And it's not to say that I don't have an inner, it's not like, oh, and now I no longer have negative self-talk. Not true. Like I know how to manage it a lot better, but the fact that it went away. Now, I do want to say that at the same time, I was reading a book. I was reading a lot of books, but this book in particular by Marianne Williamson, and it's A Return to Love. I think it might be the first book she ever wrote. I don't know if she's probably written books after that, but that book was like really powerful for me. And I, I do, it's a spiritual book. So it has like a real softening and grounding. So that might've been a part of it, but there really was like a surrender, a surrender that came over me. So I'm sitting here like eating my brown on Sunday, sitting on my couch, or I wasn't on my couch, I was on the floor. It was literally on the floor in my kitchen. My cat's like running around looking at me like, what's up with you girl? And I'm just crying and I'm eating and I'm not beating myself up. And here was the next thing that happened. So first it was a surrender. Like there was something very surrendered about the moment. I wasn't trying to protect my ego by beating myself up, by forcing my, I know what I should be doing. It just, all of that went away. And I think because of that surrender, that capacity to let go and not have this inner bitch beat down, so to speak, that I was able to have another thought well up that I had not had at this point. Because I want to be very clear. I have an incredibly successful hand your food plan. This is your exercise plan. Five locations like in Silicon Valley, like we are slaying the program. I have degrees and certifications and all of these things, right? And so this wasn't even an option up until this moment. And here's the thought that welled up in my head. Maybe I don't know what to do. I mean, like, maybe I don't know. And this was really powerful because when you have the part of you that thinks it knows everything and that, you know, how many of you keep doing the same thing over and over again, thinking that that's the answer? But I mean, I think this is not a definition of insanity. You keep trying the same exact thing over and over again and you just keep running into a brick wall. And then you're like, wonder why that? Let me just do it again and try again. Absolutely crazy. And so it was a big moment for me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if I can like surrender this ego a little bit and go, wait a second, clearly it's not working. (laughs) Clearly the food plans and the diets and all the insanity and it's just making me crazier. And that was a very, very, very important next kind of thing that welled up because if that wouldn't have happened, if that like surrender and that 
question, maybe I don't know what to do. If that didn't well up in a way that just kind of surrendered me a little bit more, I don't know if the next thing that happened would have happened. And here it is. A very, very resilient part of me welled up out of where I don't know, because you know what I'm talking about. That moment when you are just locked and loaded with 18 brownie Sundays and you're just going at it is not usually our finest moments. But in that moment, maybe I don't know, surrender, maybe I don't know. And then number three is this resilient part in me showed up. And here's what this part of me said. It said, you know what? I might not know what to do, but damn it, I'm going to figure it out. You know, it seems like I knew what to do. I have like all these professors showed me all the science and I learned all this, but clearly there's more to the puzzle. And here's the other part that's so important because it was this piece of like, I'm not going to stop until I find it. I'm not going to stop until I deeply figure this out. And that was a moment for me that was drawing a line in the sand. It was so meaningful and powerful. And yes, I kept eating the brownie sundae and I was okay with it. And I just kept crying because the truth of the matter is, as I didn't know, and now 12 years on the other side, I know how much I didn't know. I was lost in these loops of fitness and diet and weight loss and insanity. But I so desperately did not want to obsess around food anymore. I did not want to think about it all the effing time, right? The obsession around food and body, you know it, it's exhausting. And I knew it from like the bottom of my soul. (laughs) Like this was another thought I had. I'm like, thin people eat brownie sundaes, yo. Like thin people eat pizza. This is not some magical thing that only if I eat paleo is the only way I'm ever going to get that. Or if I only eat keto or if I only do high intensity interval trainings, it's like, it's crazy. They are at their ideal size that feels good for them and they eat pizza for crying out loud. Okay. Right. And guess what? They don't gain it back. That's the other thing. I don't care how many times you have lost weight in the past. If you've gained it back, it clearly didn't work. It didn't work. Something else is missing. And that was the same thing that was missing for me. I wanted it so bad. I wanted to be able to go shopping for clothing without an anxiety meltdown and a shame spiral to follow. That's what I wanted. I wanted to feel good. I I mean, I didn't need to feel like blissed out, but I'm like, I'm guessing like normal people go to a store and just like, if they're not having issues with like food in their body, they find stuff that makes them feel good. And then they like move on with their day. You know, I want that experience instead of a meltdown that leads me to the drive through at Dairy Queen grabbing like a blizzard or something. You know what I mean? I didn't want that for my life anymore. I'm not sure how much you can relate to, but if you relate to any of this, let me just tell you that there is a path out of this food hell and body jail. It actually, actually exists. So from that moment, which by the way, was summer 2011 for me, and now this is summer 2023, so 12 years ago now, that was the start of an epic journey in my life. And this journey was effing crazy. I'm trying to not drop F-bombs because I drop them. And so I'm thinking, God, it's my first episode. I'm already going to turn people off. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to drop F-bombs. So here I am on this six-year journey. And this journey started with what happened in my apartment in San Francisco. 
And then from there, I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. And so I spent six years like hodgepodging, like, and I want to share that with you. It immediately started with joining a yoga community and it was a yoga community without mirrors. And I thought that like, wow, this is healing. I'm not sitting here staring at myself, beating myself up in a freaking yoga class. I'm actually going in instead of objectifying myself. So that was pretty powerful. So that was one of the things I did. I ended up also deep in meditation. So what do I mean by that? I lived in San Francisco and there's a fabulous, beautiful meditation. At least there was when I lived there. I'm sure there still is. Meditation community, right? I mean, I was going out on Thursday and Friday nights. I wasn't going to happy hour. I was going to like meditation halls. Dharma punks all the way on a Friday night in San Francisco, man. It's the bomb. Bomb Bomb.com. I also started therapy, right? I'm like, something's not right. Let's figure this one out, right? The other thing that happened And I didn't know it back then the way that I know it now, but I had a strong suspicion that dieting in general is just a bullshit way to keep us stuck. And in actuality, it is. You'll hear that in one of the upcoming episodes. But I did make a strong decision that I just, I can't diet anymore. I I can't be on that bullshit. I cannot try to follow some stupid ass plan only to fail, only to gain the weight back, only like I was just like done with that. So that was another big decision I made. I also made a decision to completely stop exercising for thinness or vanity. I did not want to think about a six-pack ab or a bikini butt. I just wanted all of that to go away. So that's how I started walking all through San Francisco with no ear pods in. I don't think they even existed back then. And just walking and just being out in nature and going to yoga. And that's pretty much all I did for a while. Now, since then, I've the pendulum's kind of swung back to the middle and I have a healthier relationship with moving my body. But these are just some examples. Now, some other examples on the professional route is I did end up going to the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. I became an eating psychology coach. So that's another part of just adding on, which was a very powerful, important part of this journey for me as well. And since then, multiple embodiment and trauma resolution certifications. And in fact, the last professional coaching training that I've had, which is inside of the last six years now, was all around a professional coaching program around embodiment and actually working with the body to process, release, and integrate unresolved trauma. I mean, for real, I spent six years really putting all of these pieces together. And that last piece was like the missing piece of the puzzle. I'm like, oh my God, like I have to spread the word about why we stay stuck in our body and why we struggle with our relationship with food and how it is so deeply connected to what's going on with our nervous system, what is going on with the intensity that we're feeling in our body or the numbing out that we're feeling in the body as well. And so that's just a little bit about what happened for me inside of those six years. And quite frankly, it was a crazy journey. It was messy. It was windy. It was beautiful. And it was just pure self-discovery and healing. And I mean, getting up, falling on my face, trying it again. And so I know it exists for you. And I also want to tell you, and I ask this of my clients, I ask it inside of my path to food and body freedom free challenge I offer. I ask it all the time. I go, what if it took you six years? It took me six years. What if it took you six whole years? I usually start with what if it took you a year? Because like the programs we have in Hello Body Freedom, they're like six months to a year. Most of our clients stay from like six months to two years to do this work. But like really, like it took me six years, like for you to get to the other side. What if it took that long? 
What if it was six whole years for you to finally feel at peace in your body, to feel at peace with your relationship with food, where your weight is not going up and down, where you have found your ideal size that feels good, the energy that feels good, and you're just living your life now. There's like so much more headspace to be focusing on the things that actually matter, like our families, like our people, right? Like our pets. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't it be worth it even if it took that long? Let me tell you something. The best thing I have ever done for myself, it took me six years to get there. And to this day, I do not regret it. It is the best decision I have ever made. The connection I have with my body, the peace and relaxation response I have around all foods, except for liver and onions. I hate liver and onions. I will not eat that. I do not care how healthy it is. But every other food, I have like a major relaxation response around. Okay. And just to feel good in my body, clothes shopping, it just isn't a thing anymore. It's neutral. I mean, it's not, oh, look at me. Or, oh, it's like, this is nice. It's time for new clothes. It's great. I like how I look. It's great. You get to have that too, I guess, is the point that I want to make. You get to have that too. You get to have that too. So that decision that sent me on that crazy journey is where I'm wondering if that is where you are at today. I'm wondering if that is where you're at today. And I want to bring this full circle because I think that we are supposed to start when we are supposed to start. Not when we say we're going to 10 years ago when Audrey said she was going to start a podcast, but it was never supposed to be 10 years ago. It was meant to be right now. And maybe everything that you have done up to this point every failure, every diet, every weight gain and weight loss, every struggle, every emotional eating bout, every overeating, binge eating, stress eating, mindless eating, bored eating, sad eating, whatever it might be, every single piece. Maybe now is that moment for you where it is the right time, where you can come to a place and draw that line in the sand and go, I am ready. I am ready for this journey. I'm ready for this epic journey. Hands down, it affects everything I do in my life. It is the lens from which I see everything. The way I am able to show up in all ways of my life have been affected by my decision to heal my relationship with food and my body. So if you are interested in getting out of food hell and body jail and truly experiencing freedom with your relationship with food, And with your body, this is what we do at Hello Body Freedom. That is what this podcast is all about. I am so honored and excited that you are here. This is what we do at Hello Body Freedom. We are ultimately obsessed with healing and integrating the reasons why you haven't reached your goals, why you're coming up and back, why you're not quite there yet. And keep on listening. So our episodes, I'm going to do a lot of solo episodes. I'm also going to bring in some of my most favorite humans. We're going to be doing some interviews that are going to be amazing. I'll bring on some clients who want to come on and share their story as well. It's going to be a beautiful ride that goes so much deeper than just a freaking food plan and an exercise regime. I promise you, those are not the solution. Those are almost like the band-aid you're trying to put on. And it's not that band-aids don't work. Band-aids work if it's like a little something, but when you've got a freaking like gaping wound in your arm, like if you've got like a bullet in your, like you're going to put a band-aid over it? No, you got to like get that shit out. (laughs) We got to heal a little deeper. 
And I guarantee you that analogy is way more painful than doing this work here. So we're good to go. All right, my friends, I am so excited to be here. Welcome to the Hello Body Freedom podcast. Welcome to the Hello Body Freedom revolution. I am Audra Baker, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Hello Body Freedom. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where we'll keep diving in to establish a deeper, more positive relationship with food and body, and gain self-trust and confidence on your health, healing, and weight loss journey. Visit www.audrabaker.com to listen to past episodes and subscribe to the show. Audra is here to help you break free from BS societal pressures and help you live your happiest, healthiest, most authentic life that you deserve. That's all for now. See you on the next one.